Lee, how'd you achieve that uh, narrator voice, that cowboy voice? Like you've been smoking a hundred cigarettes. Yeah, hundred cigarettes, chew on some broken glass, you know. <laughs> maybe, maybe some rusty nails, you know. Welcome to the 84th episode of the Cast at Ends Creation. I'm your host, Chris Deering. This is the show where I interview bands and public figures from the MathCore and MathCore adjacent communities. If you beautiful people in chat have any questions or comments, feel free to drop them in. I'll try to read them aloud. If you like this up for five bucks, you get access to some exclusive emotes as well as early access to all interviews before they hit YouTube and streaming platforms. Uh, you also get, you can also sub for free by attaching Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account. It's like taking five bucks from Jeff Bezos' pocket and putting it into mine. If you're watching this on YouTube or listening to this in your car and have no idea what I'm talking about, the show is first recorded live on Twitch. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday at twitch.tv slash for the live cast. With that out of the way, let me introduce our guest today who dropped their third album, Darwin Falls, last Friday through Roman Numeral Records and Wolves and Vibrancy Records. Welcome in, Fawn Limbs. What's and up? I don't know what just happened. Hold on one second. I don't know where you're going. <laughs> oh, typical. Okay, well, um, <laughs> I guess we could just start talking, but... Uh, it's so We're ugly anyway. <laughs> At least no, I can hear us. You guys are beautiful. Um, I guess while I'm figuring this out, uh, y'all could tell us who you are, what you do in the band. Cool. <laughs> Well, yeah. I'm Lee. I'm Lee Fisher, and I am the drummer, the percussioner, um, the fawn limbs. And I do side work as a, as a cowboy in distress. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that your voice? I thought it was somebody else. No, it's me. It's me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Ellie? <clears throat> yeah, so I'm early. I'm doing other stuff in four limbs, mainly <laughs> vocals, guitars, noise stuff, uh, most of the com composing and other other stuff. And then uh, besides myself and Lee, <clears throat> obviously there's Sam, our bass player, who sadly couldn't attend uh, this fiasco today. <laughs> <laughs> okay well um so we talked to uh ellie or i talked to ellie a while back um uh, so we kind of know the history oh i thought i just got it but i didn't damn it okay uh, so we kind of know the history of the band but uh uh we i want to know how you got involved with fondland uh well at, back then when we met he was uh going to offer vocals to help for the side project that happened to be the same side project that I was working with uh, Gene Strider from Coma Cluster Void. Um, that's how I met Ellie. Uh, we became Facebook friends. And I think within a week or two, I was making some posts looking to start some kind of grind core-ish, mathy, kind of out-of-the-box crazy stuff. And uh, he saw it, you know, and uh, sent me some demo stuff. And I loved it. And uh, we got to work immediately. And that was a little over three years ago. And uh, we haven't stopped since. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no stopping. Mm -hmm. 
You guys released four EPs, two albums since 2018. Now you're back with your third album, Darwin Falls. Uh, I would ask what's different this time around, but it, it's super obvious. Like this is a completely different. <laughs> yeah. Like y'all yeah. are using heavy, uh, heavy use of like other instruments that aren't used typically in heavy music. Uh, what what brought y'all to that? Like where that where that come from? Um, I think that um, it, it was just an idea. Um, when we were working on the tracks, um, um, we were thinking that whether or not we should have uh, like guest vocalists um, in attendance because we've had few on our previous albums, uh, but for some reason that didn't didn't quite feel feel right for this one, so we <clears throat> kind of scratched that idea entirely and. Um, then at, at at some point, I I think we were nearly done uh, with the album or composing the demos when when um, I just got the idea that what if what if we we'd have some like classical uh, musicians uh, pro providing uh, all these like um, unconventional. Um, instrumentations uh, with this kind of unconventional with this kind of music, um, and that how 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 that would work, uh, because the songs were <clears throat> they were uh, quite fine as they were, but but um, we just wanted to add some kind of extra extra flavor into the mix, and um, then after that idea came to, came together and after we found the musicians um, to participate on it, I think that all those um, extra people came <clears throat> suddenly quite integral uh, for the whole whole process and the final sound sound of the album. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean initially it was just a random idea. So why uh, carry this under fallen limbs if it sounds so different? Why not just make a different project? Um, uh, Lee and I back into. Oh, uh, uh, by the way, they can see you now. Everything's all good. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't oh, really yeah. see chat. I don't know if I can see chat or not. If someone could type in there real quick, let me see. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, everybody can yeah. see now. All right, all right. Um, so yeah, in 2018. Um, after our first two EPs, Lee and I, uh, because it, it was only just just us two back then, uh, we started working on some tracks that weren't meant for Fallen Limbs. Um, this kind of uh, extremely noisy, like electronic, freeform jazz, um, like very strange tracks and um, <clears throat> and. Initially, we were supposed to release those under a different moniker entirely. And um, then I, uh, we talked about it and then we just decided that, you know, this is our band. Uh, we, we can do whatever we want to do. And uh, then just decided to abandon the idea of having <clears throat> another, another band for all that material and decided to have this like more of a band within a band sort of approach. Mm. And um, 
and and release them on the phone limbs. And then that particular EP um, was called Thrum. And now Darwin Falls kind of continues that same same story and idea that we had had on that EP. So it it, it just just felt uh, natural to us because we we really don't have any kind of boundaries with our doings. So it, it just made the most sense just to utilize this band name for all this. Was there ever a concern that this is too weird that is going to alienate some some fans? Um, I mean, I we we thought about it, um, but you know, at the end of the day, um, we are not doing anything to please anyone, uh, and we have never. <clears throat> Uh, had that particular concern uh, with any of our doings, um, but you know it, it it still crossed our minds once or twice because obviously it's it's very different this time around. But I I don't think that it was like an actual concern per se um, at any 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 moment. Okay, uh, Chad, I can see you by the way. So if y'all dropping questions and yep. comments, I can totally see them and I'll let them know. Um, so I, I like the narration, right? It helps uh, get you so <clears throat> get you sucked into the story. Like you said, you did that stuff on Thrum, but uh, where did you get the idea for it in the first place? I think the idea actually was Ellie had mentioned it, you know, because the whole thing the, the music itself was telling a story. Um, and then I think Ellie mentioned what about you know having some kind of narration, someone speaking, and uh, I just offered to do it just as more like to demo the idea. I really didn't think that my voice mm-hmm. would actually work for it. Um, but he, he liked it. So uh, that's how we ended up doing that. And Yeah, yeah and I, I think that um, initially when we still hadn't decided to release those tracks on the phone limbs name, um, I, I think that initially we, we talked about only having the narration on that like done that I, I i well uh do do you remember that all did we am i just making it up or did we have that kind of discussion uh because i i think that the like the harsher vocals that i did they came in the picture like very late into the writing process oh you weren't going to scream on this album at first um, no, I mean I, I was going to do that on this album, but back back when we did. Oh, on it, Thrum. It, yeah, yeah, that one, that one. Uh, but but yeah, yeah, I think there was something like that. Uh, we were supposed to have like only the narration as the like vocal only vocal thing on that EP, but then then for some reason I I started screaming and uh, <clears throat> yeah. You guys ever uh, hear of uh, Suffocate for Fuck's Sake? They're kind of doing what you guys are doing here, but it's more like a screamo thing. And they have, uh, instead of English, it's uh, uh, I think it's Swedish interviews going like over the, over the music. Very similar to what you guys are doing. I, I was wondering if maybe y'all were getting the inspiration from that. No, I mean, I've, I think I've heard they, they did just release a new album they this did. year. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think... <clears throat> I, I don't think that I heard them before uh, before the new album. Okay. I was just wondering. 
Uh, y'all should check it oh. out, by the way. Fucking insane. Uh, mm. So the the sounds obviously very different. How do you go about writing the songs for this? Um, <clears throat> so for this album, I think that um, the writing process uh, was like more open. Uh, there was more improvised improvised stuff and then uh, because the songs are obviously way longer uh, than before um, I think that kind of gave us a new set of possibilities uh, on what we can do and um, and yeah I, I, I think that overall uh, our mindset uh, with these tracks was just you know push all our possible limits and to just you know experiment and have fun and see where that leads well like do you start right with like the guitar and you write the guitar for everything or how does that all go um so i i proceed apart at, at a time so um i do write with the guitar but i if we do like an intro for a track uh then i build the rest of the instruments on top of that and then just proceed um as long as it feels like necessary mm. and then just end it um so it's it's like one one part at a time well i ask because there's like a thousand instruments like in each song and yeah. so i didn't know if yeah. like uh one of the particular instrument would be guiding everything but uh yeah, so I, I guess you just start with whatever the intro is and then build off of that. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, did you write what the other people are playing? Because you have like seven different guests or something like that. Did, did you yeah. write what they're playing or did they just bring it in? Um, <clears throat> so they just brought it in. Um, <laughs> I sent them the finalized uh, demos and then gave them like these timestamps on, you know, where they could perhaps play and um, then they all composed their own parts and recorded them and just sent them back to us so yeah. Lee how'd you go about writing your stuff man is this at all different for you like a different process or is this just another day at Fawn Limbs well both <laughs> it is just another day at Fawn Limbs um, but you know a lot of the, the main uh, skeletal structures the blueprints if you will for a majority of the stuff particularly in Darwin Falls, you know, Ellie lays down, you know, even like a basis of the drums, the parts for the drums as well. Mm. Um, my part comes in um, for one, you know, yay and nang, what works it, in, in almost 100% of the time it does work. Um, and, uh, you know, when it comes my turn, you know, when we have a song that we feel is good enough and ready to demo or try out, start recording, um, then I'll just tweak some things. You know, some things... I tweak more than others. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of the main stuff doesn't need to be touched. Rarely have, have I ever heard something and, and, you know, said, Hey, let's really change this to this or, you know, all the stuff that any changes that I make are usually just to give it more of a human feel and to throw my mm -hmm. personality yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with Darwin Falls, particularly there's, there, there are a lot of moments, particularly with the narration parts where it quiets down a little bit. And a lot of that's just, you know, just improv, you know, mm -hmm. just uh, going over and improv and over it. So, you know, you don't, don't want to be super spastic and crazy and you got this kind of mellow narration under it. So, and that's how those parts just worked out is just most of those are just free form, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, Shinobi's Torn? 
Nobody's torn in chat says, uh, Ellie, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you do all the artwork for Fawn Limbs albums. It has a pretty obvious theme and aesthetic from album to album. What's the inspiration behind all of that and the process for creating each, each cover or other key art? Um, yeah, so I am, I am doing all of that. Um, and, um, I think that the theme or the like overall concept, um, it only started to develop after our first album. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, the basic process is that I'll, I'll have a model, um, a camera, and then I'll take a bunch of pictures and pick the good ones. And um, <clears throat> like, that's it. <laughs> well, I, so i can't bring the cover up now but the hands are like super distorted like i don't even know how you get your hands to sit like that on the cover mm -hmm. so like mm -hmm. what how did you do that <laughs> it looks like you had to like break um, wrists or something to make that happen <laughs> um no no i mean for for all the art uh stuff on <clears throat> this album um, because this time around we did that 12-page um, booklet with the vinyl. Um, there was more more space to fill um, and, you know, more room for me to try out different, different things. And um, um, the idea, idea for, for this artwork came from another project that I was working on that then never never materialized. Um, but then I decided to utilize that aesthetic with this one. And um, <clears throat> and yeah, I mean, there's no, no manipulation in the photos or nothing like that. It's just, um, you know, it's the perspective perhaps, which uh, probably makes it seem seem quite disjointed at times yeah i don't know how um, you can turn your hands but I, I was trying to do it before trying to figure out how you mm. had them set up but yeah that that looks impossible <laughs> yeah. yeah uh is a model like someone that you know or just some random person um <clears throat> so the models i work with are um at the moment they are people i know um uh, because they they know how I work and I can you know direct them and um, it, it works um, at the moment I very rarely um, work with someone I don't know um, <clears throat> but yeah most mostly people I know and I, I think that's that's about that will keep their identities safe okay okay um, okay I gotcha I gotcha um, yeah. So you guys have this great image, like uh, imagery, not just uh, with the, the album covers, but with the art. Why not make like music videos instead of just the streaming videos? Like, you could have done some crazy stuff with this, with the storyline going on. Um, yeah. So with this um, this album, we had actually uh, plans for at least one music video but then that that sadly um <clears throat> fell through due to like lack of resources mainly time um we we started working on on that a bit too late um i mean you can still put something out now yeah yeah but that's uh we have something in motion that will hopefully uh materialize during this fall um some some visuals to go 
go with the album. Um, okay. But but I think that uh, we we did we did talk about that uh, before we started the promotion cycle. But with this album, there's you know the uh, the story and the concept. It's so like precise and so detailed um, that the visuals. Have, would have to like match that perfectly right. and uh, especially in current times when we really can't have a lot of people in you know close pro- <laughs> in a close proximity to each other it's just practically impossible True. to do anything that would somehow follow like the story of the album itself obviously we could do all kind of all kinds of other stuff but uh we want to <clears throat> we want these kind of things to connect connect between each other so it was just easier to call it off rather than to like half ass it so uh like we've been hinting at this is a concept album picks up her thrum left off can you give us just a mm-hmm. short summarization of this okay so um and the story follows um, this one unfortunate uh, person who uh, is the sole survivor um, of an incident uh, that occurred in in the late 1800 um, something. I, I can't remember the exact date, but um, it kind of uh, mixes uh, real life events you know, fictional stuff. And um, basically this album is detailing that person's uh, or the main main characters like story, uh, how it all came to be, why he is where he is at the moment. And uh, then like detailing all the terrible shit that he's going through. Um, and so yeah, that's basically um, Darwin Falls is actually a waterfall in Death Valley, and now I gotta ask yeah. you: you're, you're you're dude from Finland. Like, why are you writing about the deserts in California? Um, <clears throat> I mean it. Uh, it has very little to do with the fact that you know the place or where it's at. Um, uh, but I think that's a whole like um, theme initially came to mind. Uh, because we already had this kind of a Western uh, kind of style um, on the Thrum EP, um, and it felt just like <clears throat> natural um, for us to build the story around that idea. Um, so, yeah, well, like, where did you come up with it to begin with? Like on Thrum, even it just seems like a random, um, a random like uh, theme to go with. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it came from, well, I, I love, first of all, I love like old, uh, Western movies. Um, and then when I was writing the guitar parts for Thrum, I just had, had that kind of like gut feeling, um, and you know, the riff sort of, or the guitar parts, they kind of mirrored that whole like desert, uh, Western aesthetic, um, tonally. And, you know, then we just decided to build the story around that, that as well. What's your favorite Western? Um, um, 
that's quite difficult to answer. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I particularly enjoyed the um, older Clint Eastwood uh, films. He did that one trilogy. Um, yeah, one uh, from Italy, right? I forget what it's called. Um, no, no, I think that's that's another one. Um, but you know, because the most most of those I have seen have like finished titles around here. I'm not not sure at all gotcha. <laughs> what they are in English, but but yeah. <clears throat> what about you? Yeah, Lee? So, are you into like westerns mm. and stuff? I mean, I, I I've grown up what you know, seeing the old Clint ones, ones you know, um, Two Mules for Sister Sarah, stuff like that. You know, fistful of dollars, but I, I I'm not too knowledge in that area. You know, I've seen a couple growing up, and every now and then one will come on, but mm-hmm. I'm not a connoisseur of, of westerns or anything. So, <laughs> yeah, western connoisseur. Um, so <clears throat> this was mixed and mastered by Samuel Vanny at Lead and Soul uh, Studios. He also did your EP. Yep. Uh, their holes aroused uh, by the split card from their. Um, yeah. So I guess uh, is someone you're really comfortable with? Like uh, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, um, I met Sam online. Um, I think uh, in the summer of 2019, and um, I was already familiar with the stuff he had done because he had mixed and mastered a lot of a lot of albums that I knew and. Um, at that time, uh, we had already made plans uh, on who would um, mix and master sleeper vessels, uh, but we did that EP in, you know, we, we just decided to quickly have something done and released by the end of the year and then asked him to work on it. And it, it felt like it just felt... Um, really natural to work with him and then <clears throat> shortly after i i started another band with him and then another one and another one and, <laughs> and uh, so so i i knew knew him and lee and sam knew him as well and um he's he's the kind of guy that i i want to work with he just you know he he knows knows his shit around things, and he's he's just extremely pleasant to work with. And um, what was yeah, his reaction yeah. to this madness that you guys brought him? Um, <clears throat> I think he was he was quite shocked at first, <laughs> um, but but I I did tell him quite early on that the this album will be like very different um all things considered so he was kind of expecting that but but yeah i I think that he also enjoyed working on it because it gave him all kinds of different opportunities with these like this extra (laughs) instrumentation and stuff like that so well, speaking of the different instrumentation, you've got seven mm-hmm. guests on here. Uh, <clears throat> read them out real quickly. Stephane mm-hmm. Baby, uh, Babby, mm-hmm. David Burke, Michael Free, uh, Hannah Ott, Felipe, Felipe Simone, uh, or Simon, Richard Spencer, uh, Ivan Zapata. Um, who yeah. are these people? Just some friends of yours? Or? Um, some, some of them I knew. 
um, beforehand uh, from various connections, and some of them I didn't. Um, okay. um, so, like, when the idea of having having these classical instrumentalists participate, I I first reached out to the people I knew, and then I made a public post to Facebook. Uh, about asking if anyone knew someone who might be interested in doing a thing uh, with us. And um, so then, you know, the rest just came together by word of mouth. Uh, someone knew someone who knew someone. And uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's. So, how did you they set came up for these picture. instruments specifically to begin with, or is this just like what you could no. find? Yeah, yeah, it was. I I knew the people I knew. Um, I of course knew what they played, uh, but but um, it was like mainly a random chance with the rest. Just you know, whatever they played, then they they'll play that on the album. So we didn't really set up on any particular instruments. Okay. Uh, so what was the whole recording process like? Is it just like a bunch of chaos happening or how did, how did it all go? Um, it was extremely smooth. Um, oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There was no chaos at all. I mean, the worst part of the whole recording process was, uh, for me to edit those guest slots in, into the tracks and send them to Lee and Sam, um, but you know that that was like the only um, <clears throat> only annoying thing on it. But it, it came together uh, very easily, very naturally, um, because this time around we did something that we hadn't done before. Um, as mo- most of the uh, guitars were recorded prior to recording the final drums and bass and vocals. Uh, usually it's the other way around, so the guitars will be the last thing. Really? Uh, <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so this time around, I led with the guitars, then Lee just did his stuff, Sam did his, then I recorded the vocals and uh, just uh, I gave some kind of a schedule for the... Uh, guests, guest players, and then they just you know one one after another was sent over the stuff, and yeah, it was very simple, nice. simple altogether. Yeah, Lee, how'd you achieve that uh, narrator voice, that cowboy voice? Like you've been smoking a hundred cigarettes, a hundred cigarettes, chew on some broken glass, you know, <laughs> maybe some rusty nails, you know, not really, just. Uh, it's actually very, very close to my normal voice when I just get it up, you know, so my wife hears that voice all the time. Um, <laughs> now, there was a little bit of, you know, listening to the story and, and knowing what I'm saying and stuff. I, I'm not going to say I sit there and, you know, take acting lessons and stuff, but it really was just a, a shot in the dark. And uh, so I had to I went back and listened to Thrum again, you know, to do this to make sure that the voice was similar and kind of keep with that same aesthetic and and not really go too crazy, you know, with changing with what he was going through. But, you know, because he's kind of narrowing, he's not actually, you know, dealing with it at the same time. So I didn't really want to have to try to 
act out what he's going through, you know, because, but kind of a little bit, you know, at least, you know, with, with his exhaustion, you know, and maybe a, a little raspier and, but it's really go out there and much. crawl around in the desert and stuff. Then maybe beat Absolutely. the hell out of a viper. Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, and I think I was able to get them all within two takes. You know, I think there was one or two parts nice. of my head to a three take, but mm-hmm. it, the voice is, is actually pretty natural for me to do. It's not like a, a strange alienated voice for me to, I don't have to squeeze my body a certain way or contort my hands like on the cover and stuff. So, <laughs> but uh, it actually flows pretty nice. And, and, and having all that music already there, you know, especially, you know, the guest instrumentation just made it so much easier i mean you just mm-hmm. you just feel it you know mm-hmm. you almost can just feel the, what the guy's going through so but yeah mainly, i mean it all like i feel what the guy's going through like reading along to <laughs> while i'm listening to it yeah yeah, yeah. it's and it, it's just uh yeah really really fun really fun to do man really fun to do hopefully Never know. Maybe we get to do it again. Never know. Well, I was going to ask, actually. Uh, so it starts out, like, back in Thrum, it starts out he's already, like, gone through, like, something crazy because he's already, like, bruised mm-hmm. and has sores and stuff. So are we yep. going to get, like, a prequel? Um, uh, well, um, we still haven't um, underlined the actual incident that has, you know, mm-hmm. led to these events. Um, and I, I think that we will definitely continue that story at some point it's we we won't do that um as the next thing that we're doing but eventually uh we'll definitely get back to back to the story and continue it Hmm. in some some way for sure okay so your next album you're not planning on continuing this uh no no okay are you going to be keeping the same like sound like you going to be incorporating these instruments still who knows We'll see. Okay, we're, right. we're full of surprises. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, got a question here. We ask everybody: What do you put on your hot dogs? Mustard. <laughs> okay, okay. I like mustard. Mm-hmm. Simple guy. Simple guy. What'd you yeah. say, Lee? Ketchup and and uh, mayonnaise. Okay. Ketchup to me is a little too mm-hmm. sweet, honestly. I, I don't mm-hmm. want to start like a debate mm-hmm. here, but uh, I'd rather have a <laughs> sriracha than, than ketchup, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very anti um, mm-hmm. Here with chat. Uh, the Z- Zach Lowe says this new album is easily one of my new favorites ever made, not just for 2021. It pulls me into the story when I listen to it. And uh, Cricket Slam says it's definitely his top three albums of the year. So you guys are getting getting a decent amount of love for this. Were you all afraid about the uh, the reaction to people from people? Um, well, well, not not really afraid, but but um, we had some thoughts thoughts about it, um, mainly because it was so different. Um, like it, it obviously doesn't bother us uh, that much. Um, you know, we're not thinking uh, that what our audience or fans are expecting and what they'd want us to do. Uh, we are, <clears throat> since then, we are like doing this for ourselves. Um, but yeah, we we still certainly recognize that um, there's definitely a possibility uh, that this album will do well. Uh, I think we're losing Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Uh, what? 
There and we I go. There we go. Yeah. You're back. I think also, oh, yep. uh, you know, with the people that have been following this band for, I mean, because we've only been around, what, three years? And God, it seems like so much longer than that. That's crazy. But yeah, yeah. It does. <laughs> um, and our, our, progr- our progressive rate, you know, the, the, at the rate that we evolve because we were so busy and we do so much releases, you know, it's kind of what, you know, most bands would do in 10 years as far as how they sound in the beginning and how they sound 10 years later, because normal bands will put like maybe four albums out in a 10 year period, you know, four or five albums. Whereas, you know, we did like four or five EPs, you know, a long single, three albums. Um, so the people that have been there since towing heads, um, they, I mean, they were cool with that extreme change just all the way up to, you know, sleeper vessels, even harm remissions is a lot different than, than towing heads, you know? So I don't think they were really ever was of that kind of concern, maybe with new audience, but mm-hmm. it's, I mean, fawn limbs is art for the sake of art. You know, we, we do it for mm-hmm. ourselves. And the fact that anyone likes it at all is, is just icing on the cake, you know? <laughs> really yeah. Cool. yeah. 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 I, I absolutely agree. Agree with that. I also think that nowadays people are looking for like something different because if you step outside of the mathcore genre, like a lot of mm-hmm. bands sound very similar to each other, and like, I can mm-hmm. I I get tired of it sometimes listening to the, the mm-hmm. like the same metalcore band playing the same riffs yeah. and stuff. So it's uh it's a breath of fresh air when something like this comes out because it's so mm-hmm. so radically different from from everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it's um um I mean we we don't want to sound like anyone else and we definitely don't want to do the same thing twice um which has sort of led us <laughs> into this album uh because we we'd rather just you know continue um our experimentations and see see where they lead us rather than play it safe and just keep doing the same thing over and over again is there anything you'd like to do that you haven't done yet yeah a lot of a lot of things um but but, um with this band you you never know uh what's happening next so um i think that especially after this album like all of our options are open and we can just you know do whatever we want to do um which is there is, anything is, specific is, that you would like to do at some point not, not trying to give things away but just you know some in the back of your head or whatever that you'd like to try well um i think that one one thing that i i'd probably want to explore a bit further um later on is uh, this like doom aesthetic, like slower stuff. Mm. Um, I noticed because, there was a lot more of that on this album. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that when do, writing that stuff, um, I it, it suddenly <clears throat> and there was like a flood of ideas uh, for the slower stuff. And I, I think that that's something um that i'd like to do at some point and i, I mean I, I i don't mean that we like suddenly do an entire doom album or anything like that but um because you can still have all these crazy rhythms and stuff that you know just doesn't make sense even when you're playing like slower music um 
So yeah, I think that's one thing that I'd, I'd probably want to um, pursue at some point in the future. Well, uh, what was the last thing you guys listened to? Uh, well, I was mowing earlier, so the last thing I was listening to was some JoJo Mayer because I'd been Never huge that. that drum and bass. Oh, this is drum and bass stuff, and I love it. And I, I just – it's been around for a while, but it's it's totally new for me. I've only been in this stuff for like a week or two, and it's I'm just blown away. And it's just that electronic and then the drum and bass, you know, real drum and bass and, and uh, the jungle and stuff. And, ah, oh, it's cool, man. That's <laughs> what I've been listening to. Okay, okay. What about you, Ellie? What was the last thing you listened to? Um, well, I, I've listened to a bunch of stuff um, today. I think the last thing that I listened to was this Italian band called Three Steps to the Ocean. Um, they are this kind of like instrumental post-metal, post-rock band uh, that released a new album last september or something like that and it's really excellent stuff and um i i got back to it after a longer longer while because i i think that um i i wrote like a premiere and a review for it uh last year and then for some reason it just came to mind mind today that hey maybe i should you know just get back to it and uh, then i did and yeah it's still brilliant do you still write like reviews and stuff like that? Um, yeah, I think I've seen yeah, something. Oh, you do? Okay, I didn't think I'd seen something yeah. from you in a while. Where, where do you write? Um, for everything is noise. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Nice man. That's actually kind of a big blog too. Um, yeah. So, uh, what is uh, your album of the year so far? Um, my album of the year so far is definitely Alexis Marshall's. Um, House of Law, House of When. Alexis like, Marshall. Yeah. Okay, I've never heard of yeah. him before. Um, he is the vocalist of Daughters. Oh, the, okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah, know that I was out a, yet. I need to check that out. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, okay. it's, yeah, that's that's kind of <laughs> something you don't say out loud. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely my favorite album from this this year so far. Okay. What about you, Lee? Uh the Lurch. Hell yeah, I'm terrible at pronouncing bad, bad. I'm bad at like pronouncing some of these names, so I don't even know how you pronounce the band name. But I think in my head I say Yalta, so I, I don't know if that's even right. <laughs> I'm I, sure I, it's got. I think it's, it's Yalta. Something, it's something like that. But yeah, you're right. It's spelled yeah. really, really weird. That 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 album just crushes, man. They're just doing something that's just really piques my interest and. In, everything is just so fresh to me when I, you know, but I, I live in a, in a gray box, you know, so I don't listen to a lot of new stuff and it's not really because I don't want to, but I've always found it very overwhelming. There's just so much that comes out on a daily basis. It's, I mean, you know, I get online and I'll see like people's weekly reviews, you know, like weekly listens of like brand new albums. And it's like 20, 30, 40 albums, like every week. Right. Like, right. I just don't even know where to begin. So I just like, I'll ask people like, what's the best three or four out of whatever genre, because again, genres, I'm, I'm terrible with the genre names, you know, it's, there's just so many and I don't want to sound like a boomer trying to name <laughs> these genres, you know? So I just like, I just stay in my box and, you know, if I hear something like Yauda, 
you know, or, you know, I got a little taste of some new Chupang that's coming out and it's like, I love that stuff, man. You know, mm-hmm. those guys are just playing to play, you know, and I love that. So I didn't know they were uh, gearing up for another album. Chupang is amazing. They're fucking great. I had them on mm-hmm. here, uh, like not too long. Well, not too long ago, like a couple months ago. But uh, yeah, so you mentioned genres. What genre are you guys? You had to describe yourselves. Um, that's like difficult. <laughs> um, I mean, because there's especially on the new album, there's just so much stuff happening. Um, but but at the moment, I think that I'd put us somewhere around like avant-garde math grind slash folk music probably slash folk um, music i like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i i think that's the most most accurate description at the moment at, um, at least you know, at least for right we'll, now <laughs> yeah yeah next album is completely yeah, yeah, changed yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and um, i mean we we never never wanted to like <clears throat> to be part be a part of like any single scene or like do something that's particularly this genre or this one so yeah um you can call us pretty much like whatever you want because we we don't care <laughs> that's awesome it's a, it's a good take to have uh so as far as merch okay. goes you guys got cds over at your Bandcamp page there's vinyl over mm-hmm. at roman numeral and wolves and vibrancy's websites mm-hmm. uh and uh their, their links will be in the description on that. um i saw one shirt over at wolves and vibrancy are you guys planning on making more yeah. shirts i definitely pick one up yeah yeah we are definitely doing um few few shirt uh shirt uh shirt designs um uh this fall uh some tees some hoodies probably um but we are you know as you know we are extremely <clears throat> like careful with our whole aesthetic and uh, uh themes so we want to be like <clears throat> extremely sure that those designs actually reflect uh the band um so and that's that's also why why there hasn't been that much uh, merch from us yet because all this photographic stuff really doesn't work on shirts. So okay, I see that. And that ha- that has limited it quite a bit. But but yeah, we are definitely doing something. Hmm. Okay, well, looking forward to that. Um, but all I had to talk. About- oh, I had one more thing. Um, so when are you guys playing the show? Why don't y'all get together and play some shows? <laughs> do it like Frontier, right? Like, come on, y'all can do this. Um, well, I mean, never say never. Um, it might happen at some point. It might not. Uh, we 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 shall see. Are you or is that something that y'all are like trying to do, or is that just like um, something no. way down the line <laughs> we might get to it? Um, I think that it's more of a if the opportunity presents itself sort of a scenario. Uh, we are not like actively pursuing that, um, but you know, if, if the start stars align at some point, then why not? righty. Yeah, it's certainly not like you said. It's not. It's not a. It's not a definite no. It'll never happen. But mm-hmm. given the circumstances and where we all live finance it there's so many boxes that need checked for it to happen yeah, but yeah. you know it could happen like you said if the opportunity happens mm-hmm. you never know you know mm-hmm. all righty uh that's about all i had to cover is there anything that you guys wanted to talk about 
Not really. Um, there's is there any questions on the chat? Uh, no, um, did we anyone miss some lost some people since we had that issue in the beginning? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's still some in here. There, uh, uh someone's shouting out like uh, everything is noise and stuff like that, so uh, yeah, there's still some people here, but no, no questions, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I, I think we we pretty thoroughly covered most of our stuff, uh, currently or stuff that you know we're allowed to talk, um, with other people at the moment so yeah we do have to be very careful i've never had to be so careful with a band before that i've been working <laughs> yeah. and there is the only thing i can really say is aside from we love what we do and it's and it's so everything it, it's we have got it down to a, a science as far as the three of us working together and now with sam mm -hmm. it's like our engineer who is my go-to drum engineer absolutely because he mm -hmm. helped me find that sound that i've been searching for since I was in commit suicide. So, but just don't be surprised what we do next. Whatever it is, don't be don't be that surprised. <laughs> All righty. Mm -hmm. uh, so, if you're looking for an insanely original take on dark extreme metal, you got to check out Darwin Falls, the third album from Fallen Limbs, which came out last Friday through Roman Numeral Records and Wolves and Vibrancy Records. Uh, you guys are on Facebook, Bandcamp, Instagram, YouTube, all streaming services. Uh, you can also get vinyl from Wolves and Vibrancy, rex.bigcartel.com and romannumeralrecords.com. Uh, as for me, drop my channel follow so you always know when I go live. You can also sub to get access to the interviews before they hit YouTube and streaming services, as well as get some exclusive emotes. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. YouTube folks, if you enjoy the video, please drop a like, click the notification, don't forget to notification bell don't forget to subscribe it's a great way to support me for free check out my music the sound that is creation at the sound that is creation at bandcamp.com just dropped a new single get your shirt off it's pervert time featuring cameron mcbride from methwich uh two weeks ago now uh go check it out watch the video uh, my next guest is milwaukee-based screamo band snag who dropped their new album death doula back in uh july join us this wednesday the 18th at 7 p.m central for the live cast thanks for being here guys hope you had a good time yeah thanks for thanks for having us yeah yeah, it's always, always good talking to you. So sorry about the beginning of this. I have no idea. Yeah, what no, no, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you guys are great. Yeah, and, yeah uh, it happens. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening.